This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everybody. Holiday edition of The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you here on the ESPN Chicago app. We are getting you set for the 4th of July weekend. It's already July 2nd as we tape this podcast, Mike. It's flying by, and one half of the NBA Finals is all set. The Suns await the winner of the Eastern Conference Finals, and the Bucks can close things out in Atlanta tomorrow. So we've got that. We've got the Stanley Cup Final going on, where we've got a Game 3 tonight in which Tampa on the road can go up 3 nothing. Lots of baseball, footballs around the corner, and, of course, it's 4th of July weekend. That means it's time for the hot dog eating contest at Nathan's. There's so much to talk about, my friend. Oh, Carm, it's good to talk to you. Good to talk to everybody out there. Happy Fourth of July weekend. Uh, yeah, having the time of my life. Uh, you got to be careful nowadays. I mean, between soccer and golf and everything else, <laughs> you could be down big time before 5 o'clock in the evening. That never used to happen before. Uh, but I just want to just say to everybody out there that's been watching soccer, I want to thank the Ukrainian team won a big game for me the other day. Well, they, they beat Sweden, right? Yes, they That's did. A big and win. I took them, and they were uh, big time dogs. I, 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 I won straight up. They scored a goal within two, three minutes. May you and your family, even though it's the Ukraine, and I have some property out there, uh, may you and your family uh, <laughs> prosper. Although Prosper and Ukraine don't necessarily go together in my world, but I wish you guys nothing but the best. I God, love congratulations. It. Winning on the Ukraine, Euro Oh, 2020. Ukraine. It's beautiful. I love the Ukraine. I looked for it on the map. I'm, I'm ordering uh, jerseys. I mean, the whole damn thing. I mean, I love them all. Now, today, uh, our Italy side has a big game against Belgium. Yeah. Uh, the Belgians are hurt, which is good. For Italy, uh, Kevin De Bruyne is the best player in Belgium. He's not going to play this yeah. afternoon. The only thing they do good is make waffles. All right, no, that's, that's right. It. Yes, they make excellent waffles. That's they right. You want you don't want to get in a cook-off with the Italians. All right, number right. one. Yes, that's I true. I mean, you know what? We don't even have to add salt. We know how to make it taste good without adding salt to the to the ingredients. So you're going to be playing a, a tough team, Italy. Uh, I know you got to show up and play, but uh, it, it's a beautiful thing, and uh, I'm wishing Italy nothing but the best. I love it. Golf and soccer can get Oh, golf. Well, last week, I hey, look, when I won with Rom two weeks ago with my yeah. system, I got to be straight up. I bragged. I pat, I tooted my own horn. Right. Whole ball of wax. All right, I bet the six golfers last week, not one of them was Harris English, and not one of them was the guy that he was playing in the seven overtime holes, yet I watched it. Uh, some guys really let me down. Uh, there's no doubt about it, but we'll be back this week with some golf with uh, the Detroit. Uh, yeah, Rocket Mortgage is Rocket going Mortgage, on. Yeah, exactly. Bryson's got some uh, work to do if he's going to get back in this thing. Oh. He won it last year. I think he was like 23 under when he won it last year. I feel like it was right about the time like golf was kind of coming back Yep. Uh, after the COVID shutdown, and it was great when golf came back. Bryson won on this track, but he I think he shot just even par yesterday, and he's way off, so he's going to have to make a move today. But, yeah, the golf betting has been so much fun. It's been I know great. Mike loves it. Yeah. I love it. I mean, the COVID opened up a whole new world to me. Not right. necessarily, you know, because I, I like staying in any way. And then all of a sudden, golf came back early. Yeah, uh, It's just a beautiful thing. And then you got all the other sports going on. The only sport I feel sorry for is hockey. 
Yeah. I have had no interest in betting that sport uh, in in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I really haven't. All the odds have been, for the most part, askew. And I mean, Tampa Bay. Yeah. I mean, they look like a juggernaut. So, but but there's so much to choose from. There is. There's a lot to choose from. One other side note about the Rocket Mortgage, and Merck might want to chime in on this because uh-huh. he was talking about it this week because uh, it's there's like a betting angle with it. I mean, there's the story that I guess it was the Detroit News. You know, wrote a story about some Michigan bookie twenty years ago that like right. either hustled or somehow conned Phil Mickelson out of five hundred k. Oh I mean, yeah, that really pissed off Phil's camp. And I, Phil said he doesn't see himself ever going back there. And he, I think he said he feels bad for the fans because he's got no gripe or no beef with them. But Phil was not happy that they chose this week to run that story. He was kind of that doesn't surprise me, by the way, uh, guys. It well, knowing his gambling history, it doesn't. No, right? I mean yeah. the guy. The guy was involved in insider trading, allegedly. I mean, yeah. so he's he's escaped. He was with uh, with uh, some big time gamblers. I think Walters and some of those other guys. So, you know, Phil's got that reputation. I mean, that's the way it is. But I, if it upsets him and he's going to ruin it for himself and for the public, I, you know, it seems now twenty years later. If he got mad about it, instead of saying it's not true, then it, then it, yeah, right. there's something to it. Yeah. Speaking of uh, getting mad about things, I mean, Lucas Giolito was a little bit mad earlier this week that Josh Donaldson <laughs> kind of, you know, was insinuating certain things. I, I know, love it. Look, the offense is 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 coming back up. This is what we yep. were hoping for. So at least we are seeing strikeouts kind of go down a little bit. Um, I mean, Jose Barrios didn't strike out a batter yesterday as he faced the White Sox. And I don't want to be accusatory. I'm not trying to do that. But, you know, all of a sudden we are seeing – a little bit maybe of a of a restore to balance, I guess you'd say. And we are seeing offense come back and the ball's coming, uh, you know, going into play a little bit more. Yeah, back. they didn't get overreactive. They saw the numbers. Right. I mean, the number, I, I keep hearing about DeGrom. Okay, I understand. I understand about DeGrom. Uh, everybody in New York media wants to tell us he's great. We already know it. Yeah. Uh, but the hitters were so are so bad. They're historically bad. The worst of all time, maybe. I mean, so all of a sudden the spin rates uh, start to, uh, you know, level out a little bit. I just think what Donaldson's done is great for baseball. Him and Giolito and Ozzie, I think that's great for baseball. And Donaldson, from what he says on social media, it's like he met with Giolito afterwards and Giolito sort of stuck his tail between his legs. Didn't have a whole lot to say to him. Now, Ozzie, I've bantered with Ozzie before. I would have loved to see Ned on Zoom. Ozzie and Donaldson go at it because Ozzie brought up some good points, but Donaldson doesn't back down. I'd like to just have a Zoom call between the two. Oh, that would have been great. That is pretty good. Baseball could use a little of that, I guess. I think it's great. I mean, and there's a rivalry, but let's face it. Donaldson, I want to say this to you, my friend. Uh, you're not necessarily wrong, but you, you guys stink. Right, okay? exactly, yeah. Hey, yeah, and, and Ozzie was right about that. Yeah. You're, you're selling wolf tickets, and you can't get – we're kicking your butts all over the field. The Sox have now won four straight. They won yesterday. What a job by La Russa through all these injuries. But, I mean, it is amazing. Like, I it, mean, my it, God, it, manager of the year, they shouldn't even vote. <laughs> They're probably, I'm, well. My God, who are you going to put in? If it's not La Russa, who would it be? No, he's going to win it, I would think. Oh, like, hands he's, down. Yeah. He's too old. The he's old a little man. drinky. He hits curbs. I know. But God bless, he can manage. Yeah, I mean, look, they've they've he's weathered this storm well. Uh, Join me, and there's, Carmen. There's been Carmen, no... jump in. I was watching the Rifleman the other day on the, the Rooster Channel. Yeah. Hey, Lucas McCain says, "Jump on the buckboard. Come on, jump in." 
I'll get like one foot in. How's that? I, I uh, love that you do. I got one okay. foot for sure. I get you. I do appreciate that uh, they've they've all come together and they've stayed together through all these. I mean, Makata again now is probably not going to play this weekend. Yeah, because he hurt his hand on what was just an awkward slide going in. He was going first to third yesterday. But look, they they do keep winning. Yeah, uh, they've navigated some choppy waters with the bullpen that is probably not as dominant as everybody thought. Keeps it was quiet going to in be. the clubhouse right it now. It does. Yeah, I was going to say that. And here's the worst thing, Carm. For all the people that like Vash and LaRussa during the uh, Yerminator, the Yerminator says, I love the guy. We're, we're best of friends well, and we get around all the time. I wish he'd start hitting like he was earlier. Yeah, well, that's, that was un- historic. I, I know, think. it was. You're probably, yeah, you're right. I knew we were in trouble when he posed with Pujols and Trout. Yeah, right. It's like, uh-oh, wait a I minute. I said, no, that's like an accordion player appearing with Sinatra and Elvis. Wait a minute, yeah. Yeah, come on. But you're right, uh, the, the Sox just keep beating the snot out of the Twins, which is good. Yeah. That, that's your best revenge. They're now 8-1 and one, uh, against the Twins this year. They've played great against the division. They're 27-12 and 12 against the division. They've got three in Detroit this weekend. How They're come Baldelli still got a job? How does Baldelli still have a job? Um, I mean, he probably built in a little uh, a little. cachet with guess. last year? Yeah, you know, the last couple, I would imagine, yeah. right? I yeah. Mean, he probably bought himself a I little think, time. I think, well, look, we want him to succeed. We're Italian. Okay. I do cheer for Rocco when he's on the Of course we do. I cheered for him when he moves with Tampa Bay. That's right, yes. You know, I mean, we're proud of our heritage. Yeah, I was always proud of Rocco. But they play, they're not hitting cutoff, uh, cutoff, man. I said they came in out of shape. Yeah, uh, at the beginning of the season, the White Sox just, I mean, just run right over them. Lynn versus Mize tonight. Lance Lynn splits not nearly as good on the road mm-hmm. uh, as they are at home. But uh, if you want to dabble with the White Sox, you got to lay a little yep. bit of a price here. At They've been winning. They won yesterday, big ball game. Yeah, the the Tigers uh, look. The, you know, surprisingly, the Tigers are scrappy good. I mean, the Sox have mm-hmm. kind of pummeled them around a little bit, but against everybody else, the the, the Tigers had a winning record in uh, June. Go figure. Best they, team in baseball right now that I've watched is Boston. Yeah, Boston's good. They're relentless. Yeah. They just I, I, keep hitting. They come I, up the hill. Hit. That's what they do. I, and I know that they just got, I think they lost a three-game series. And they got Pavetta. They got a couple middle of the road. Above average pitchers. Can they win with their pitching staff? With the hitting they got, I think they can. Yeah, with their offense, I think you're probably right. And, and they that, pick up the ball. A team that's good, and even though they just got swept by the Orioles, I think I think Houston's good, too. I think Houston's really good. Like, uh, but those two teams in the American League right now uh, are the ones that I think are going to give think the White Houston Sox. I think Houston will fall short. You think I so? think, yeah. Boy, um, I, I'll tell you what, Bogarts, uh, uh, you know, they got some players on that Boston team. Uh, and Pavetta, I like the way he pitches. He's what, just if, been, and what if Sale comes back? I mean, well, he sounds like he is. You know, like. He says, I'm not worried about the velocity right now. I'll get to, I'll get to that. That's going to come along. Sounds like they've yeah. been uh, being very careful with them. And, then, you know, it's deservedly so. they got a $137 million investment. Cubs have lost six in a row. Do they uh, snap out of it against uh, a Reds team that can really slug? And the total in this game is 9.5. The over's hitting about 60% of all the Reds' home games this year. They did something that nobody's done. They won in the ninth off the Padres. The Padres had won 88 straight games when leading after eight. I had they them yesterday. off the Padres yesterday. Did you have the Reds yesterday? I had Cincinnati yesterday. What a win. They're winning big. I mean, they're winning the game all the way. And then all of a sudden, I want to just kill my day. And I'm going, are you kidding me? And then they won. They won. Yeah. Walked it off in the ninth. That's, yeah. That's a heck of a win. Beautiful thing. So I got lucky with that one yesterday. But uh, Cincinnati. Uh, they got a couple all stars. Hey, you know yeah. we talk about. I mean, we talk about Darvish getting away now. Schwarber's going nuts. Castellano, for Castellano. How did? 
I wanted him signed. You, I, you know what? I don't think many Cub fans were disappointed to see Schwarber go. Okay, now everybody will say, oh, we never wanted them to go. But at the time, I think we were Schwarbered out from 2015, 2016. But make no mistake about this, folks. You know I don't lie. I never have lied on the year and never will. I wanted Castellano signed by the Cubs. I did. I'm telling you. And look at what he's making, 500 grand. Come on. No, no, he signed a big deal. He signed. Oh, like did a, he? I'm sorry. He did. He did. But but still, I mean, con, I mean, for what he's doing, he was right making that. He's a he's a bargain. Oh my I mean, God. He he signed about a sixty four million dollar deal, I think. But and that other guy, Winkler. Jesse Winkler. Yeah, they're both on another the, one. Sylvie did a web poll on this earlier in this week. Exactly what you're talking about. Like I the, love Sylvie's web polls. The one that got away that Cub fans regret the most, and I think you're right. Castellanos is the oh one. Oh my God. Was it was it in the poll? Was oh, this yeah. in the poll? It, okay. it was. It was Darvish, Schwarber, and Castellanos. And I think Castellanos is the one. You're absolutely. Although right. Schwarber said 16 homers in his last 19, 20 games. I know it's, he had an incredible June. Well, you know what's amazing? I'm hearing people go, "Well, you know, Martinez is pretty smart. He figured out how to put put him in the leadoff position." I'm going. Wait a minute. That wasn't his idea. I think the Cubs tried that. Didn't Joe they? Madden tried that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and it, it was a failed experiment. It's nobody's fault except at the time Schwarber was a younger buck. But then he did. Yeah, I, I, I'm just amazed at what he's doing right now. I yeah. really am. We're talking all about Otani. Don't, folks, just look at the year Guerrero Jr.'s having. Oh. And look at this guy. Schwarber. I'm going to talk to you about that later, too. Okay. I, I wanted to go over some uh, some futures. Oh, I love futures. Now that we're at the halfway point, it's a good segue. I do want to talk about that because I've got some of uh, the futures here for the rest of the season, the second half of the season for baseball. When we come back, Luke Pergandy will join us. Oh, we got to talk futures. about game six tomorrow night in Atlanta. Can the Bucks win, knock out the Hawks, and face the Suns in the finals? We'll talk about all that. So don't go anywhere. we got lots to do. We'll give you some best plays before we wrap this baby yep. up as well. Getting you set for the 4th of July weekend. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, we're the Odds Couple, and we'll be right back. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap here on the ESPN Chicago app. Encore replay will come your way Saturday morning on ESPN 1000 from 8 until 9. It is Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you getting you set for the holiday weekend. And it's time to talk to one of our favorites. He is one of the founders of PropSwap.com where America buys and sells its sports wagers. Make sure you download that mobile app too. Just go to your app store and put that baby in. Uh, he's a Chicago guy. We talk to him every week, Luke Pergandy. Oh, it's cloudy. We're here. Hey, Carmen, hey, Mike. What up, What's Luke? up, Luke? It's, uh, it's, it's game three of the Stanley Cup final tonight, and I know that at PropSwap, a lot of people, a little bit too late now, are probably trying to get out of their Canadians' tickets. They look good a week ago. It doesn't look as good now. And when a team takes a 2-0 series lead in the Stanley Cup final, Luke, that team goes on to win 90.2% of the time. So are people desperately trying to unload Canadians tickets? And are there any takers at this point? Yeah, it's a little bit too little too late. Uh, that's a great point that it's 90% of the time. If, if a Stanley Cup team does get up 2-0, they do win. Um, you know, I was going through our system this morning. We had so many large Canadian tickets in our system. And, like, this literally happens every single year. Long shot gets really, really close. 
and then dies. It happened with the Rays in last year's World Series. It happened with the Miami Heat last year, uh, losing to the Lakers. They were 200 to 1 odds. Uh, and here we are with the Canadians. It, it just looks like they were, you know, as we discussed in the show, when they were down 3 1 to the Leafs, we sold a ticket at 220 to 1 odds. Mm. Uh, that guy paid 45 bucks. He never sold it again. Uh, at its peak, it could have sold for $4,000. Uh, but right when they advanced in the Stanley Cup, so wish you would have flipped that. We did sell a uh, at that same point in time when they were up, uh, when they were down 3 1 to Toronto, we sold a $60 ticket. He sold that for 1800 So he was smart. He took it, he bought it, yeah. and he flipped it. Yeah, that's smart. Bought there, it and flipped it. Did the right thing. Yeah. If there's one sport where maybe you could come back in, but like you said, Carmen, 90% yeah. of the time, if you have a hot goaltender, but I hearken to what Luke said last week. Luke said, I, I, I said, the, the series, the other series ain't even over yet, Luke. And you said Tampa Bay is just too good. Yeah. That's what yeah, you that basically said. That was going into said. Game 7 last That Friday. was going into Game 7. Yeah. And I said, after you left, Luke, I said, boy, he's got to win in this game like that. Like, basically, they're the dominant team in hockey like people think they are. And you were absolutely right. And so yeah. now, isn't it possible that there's going to be some people? Well, I guess it's false hope now. People are just hoping Price gets hot and, 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 and he comes back and Montreal comes back and wins this thing. But it looks impossible, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, the the way that Montreal beat Vegas is they just played really, really good defense. Like, Vegas's forwards were just rendered useless in that series, and that's just not happening in the Tampa series. These Tampa forwards, they're just too much. They just have too much firepower at, at the forward position. So, um, they you know, the formula that beat Las Vegas, and a huge upset. That was one of the biggest upsets in NHL playoff history. They were they were a 5-1 to one dog just to win that series was Montreal. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I'm not sure lightning can strike twice, uh, literally, uh, to, to beat this Tampa team. We got a similar thing going on in the NBA, Luke, yep. let's face it. I mean, the Atlanta Hawks here, I mean, are, are people, you know, do we have, are you guys seeing a, a similar type of pattern where, you know, you've got this long shot ticket and you're holding out hope and, well, I'm going to, I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hold it. And now it could be too little too late or have been, or have been people more willing to maybe try to unload some of the Hawks Young. features. Well, no, that's true too. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's hard because you don't know what's going right. to happen if he can play or not. But like I, now, Milwaukee's on the brink, so uh, you might have missed the boat on the best price. But are we seeing people try to unload Atlanta Hawks tickets? Yeah, I mean, you're right. It is it is a very similar situation. Crazy long shot. I mean, this Atlanta Hawks team just to win the East was 175 to one odd. Unreal in March. In March, like, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, just. Crazy long odds from a very recently, just you know, three months ago. Um, so you know, to my point, it is more difficult to handicap this situation because of the injuries, right? Montreal and Tampa, like that's just man on man. That's you know, yeah. who's the better right. team? There's, you're not really needing to guess on if Trey Young is going to play or if Giannis is going to play. So, in fairness to these sellers, like it's a little bit more difficult to assess the situation. Uh, but, man, do we have a lot of Atlanta Hawks tickets in the system that didn't sell. Uh, I would highlight one that did. This guy bet 49 bucks on the Atlanta Hawks to win the East in March. He sold it on Wednesday for $3,400. Awesome. Nice. That's so great. And now the buyer 
again, people always ask us, oh, that's terrible for the buyer. The buyer, he got odds of plus 190 on Atlanta by buying through us. Market was plus 125 at that point in time. I mean, crazy, like best price in the universe. It's not even close for the buyer. And obviously the seller makes, you know, 7,000% on his money um, in, you know, two and a half months. That's phenomenal. Luke, uh, have a safe and uh, happy 4th of July weekend, buddy. We appreciate the time. As always, we encourage everyone to go to PropSwap.com. Download that app that I was mentioning as well. Just go into your iTunes store or your Android store and download the app. And uh, we will talk to you next Friday. Okay, buddy? Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Connor. Have a good weekend. Oh, you too, buddy. Oh, if you got Clinton. Montreal, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> How about that guy? 49 bucks in March and then sells that Atlanta ticket. Hey, you're, I'm not giving good. up on Atlanta. I'm not either yet, Mike. I'm with you. Can I tell you, I know if Herder showed up to Rutgers, he wouldn't even be chosen in a game. <laughs> okay? But, he's, but they got a good team, and Trey Young is the guy that makes it go. I'm just impressed by how... Lopez played last night. They, yeah. How Budenholz, who takes a lot of grief, adjusted his game plan. Middleton was getting close in baskets. So, I mean, I, the NBA is unpredictable this year, man. You can't Yeah, with it. all the injuries, it is. Yep. I, I Nine would... all-stars out. Nine all-stars. And it's not the schedule or anything else. I mean, there's been three different times where, uh, like, Trey Young stepping on the ref's foot. Those are freak injuries. That's just bad luck. Five or six of the nine injuries have been freak injuries, even on the Tecupo. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, you're right. That's got nothing to do with, like, excess wear and tear. That's just no. – that, that can happen. Bad luck. Yeah, bad luck, yeah. I Banging mean, on knees, yeah. hitting the side of the guy's sneaker, twisting his ankle, and on top of that, ladies and gentlemen, I said Antetokounmpo with plenty of confidence. Like, uh, like the, the hardened injury. That's one you maybe you chalk up to. Getting know, fat a, a and muscle. out of shape. Well, yeah, that could be too. You're right. Like uh, that's He did a, that to himself. He did, yeah. I mean, he didn't do himself You're out favor. of shape. Yeah. So and the, how about Irving? He wasn't even hurt. And he just sat out. Yeah, but even his injury then in the playoffs, same yeah. thing. It's, you're, you're rolling an ankle. Like, that that's happens. it. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's just so been it's, a freakish year. It's been it's a freak to year. Do with the schedule. I agree with you. I also agree with you that I wouldn't totally count them out. Look, no. depending on what happens in the next 24 hours, you know, Mike and I were doing this on Friday. The game, you know, game six is Saturday night, okay? Right. So we could learn more about Trey that's go- or Giannis. That's going to affect this line. Hawks are a one-point favorite right now. Uh, we've we've talked about it here for for months. How good they've been at home. I wouldn't sell the ticket. Um, I'm hanging on to you're it. We're gonna hang on to it, huh? Now the Montreal ticket. Yeah. <laughs> you try to find anything that you can get for it. Yeah. Well, now you would. You're right. Yeah. I mean, somebody might buy it because price could get hot. You never know. Yeah. And I and I wouldn't rule out the Hawks tomorrow night as a play either. No I way. They're they're twenty seven and sixteen against the spread at home this season. They've been great at home since McMillan took over. They're four and two straight up and against the spread following a loss in this postseason. So mm-hmm. I'm with Mike. I wouldn't count them out. I think this thing could go to a game seven, yep. uh, which would be on Monday. So we'll see what yep. happens in game six tomorrow. By the way, the Suns. So that you know they sit and wait. They're your favorite now to win the title at minus 165. Atlanta's still your long shot on the board at 12 to 1 yeah. currently. To I win should the whole be happy thing. for Chris Paul, but I'm so sick and tired of the way and how he plays the game as far as flopping and. You oh, know. that flop the other night was ridiculous. Oh, what? come on. I'm just so sick of it. The DeMarcus but you know Cousins what? one, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was just pathetic. He does it all the time. It gets, it gets really tired. Uh, but. 
give him credit where credit's due. I've always said he's a regular season hero. We'll find out. He's got a chance to dispel that myth. Paul George did not dispel that myth with me. I heard people say he had a legacy game. Well, his last game wasn't, and and neither yeah. was anybody else's on the Clippers. So we'll see what happens with uh, with Chris Paul. Yeah, I, you know, he does. He can be frustrating sometimes oh my in, in God. the attitude and demeanor. I've had man. enough. I, t- I, I do feel kind of – I feel a little happy for him just because it, it's So like, do I. It's like it, it's a weight Move off. Move me off. Yeah. And, and he was great in that closeout game. Yes, he was. That. The Suns are like the third longest preseason, you know, in terms of odds. The third 50 longest, to 1. Yeah, they were 40, 50 to 1. That's the, DeAndre Ayton has been a really big find for that team, he's man. been great, yeah. Yep. So they were, and that, Booker, of course. And Booker's been great. Like, he's kind of blossomed. But right? I never said this. Did anybody – in my whole life – I've hardly even said this. I've been gambling since I was 14. I never said much in my whole life. Give me the Suns. Give me the Suns. All of a sudden, they're pertinent because they haven't been pertinent, man, since the Van Arsdale, since Elvin <laughs> Adams, uh, you know, since Garfield Heard, Gar since Heard. the triple overtime. I mean, come on. Good for them. Uh, yeah, they haven't been in the finals since 93 when they yeah. lost to the Bulls. They hadn't made the playoffs. Tom Chambers. That's right. They hadn't made the playoffs in 10 years. And not right. I have never said, give me the Suns. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Mike and I will spend a little bit more time on Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final tonight. Yep. i got a few angles on that for everybody. we got some more baseball to talk about, and Jim Miller's coming up in a Jimmy! little bit. He'll give us some ponies for this holiday weekend. So we're cruising along. Don't go anywhere. we got more fun stuff to discuss right here inside the Odds Couple, presented by Props. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Back inside The Odds Couple on this holiday weekend. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco were presented by Fox Rock. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North the North. That's the number two. I'm at Carmen DeFelco. Don't forget all the Win Daily stuff that Mike does each and every day. I mean, there's free gambling here, folks. Free gambling advice. Yeah, I gave you a winner last night. And by the way, Carmen, yeah, you brought up the Twitter, and it's, we we appreciate uh, the odds couple. We've, we've had so much fun. We continue to have fun on the show. Uh, but I saw something on Twitter today, and it brought me back to a real quick story, if I can. Okay? Yes, please. Celebrating 30 years, I said, you know what? Randy inspires me, you know, with his fireside chats and mm-hmm. stuff like that. He's always telling me to throw something different into the thing. We know you got in a fight with Ozzy. We know you were a vendor. Okay. Okay. Uh, when you're talking, this is from Super 70s, guys, who's terrific. Oh, he's great. When yeah. you're talking about underrated pitchers, I'm coming to the table with Dave Steve, guy with straight money. 1993-94, the Sox pick him up. I'm on the radio station. I'm saying we are in big trouble for picking this guy up. And I like Dave Steve. I said, he's over the hill. Over he's the hill, done. Yeah. Okay? Yep. I make Gibson's. Two nights later, guy taps me on the shoulder. Dave Steve. It's Dave Steve. He says, hey, man, I hear you're the guy that was bum-wrapping me on the air. So I look at him. I go, I just said that you weren't, uh, you lost your effectiveness. I did. I have respect for you, but I, he goes, well, why, instead of bum-wrapping me, why don't you help me? I go, what are you talking about? He goes, well, the team's on a road trip. I need somebody to catch me tomorrow. Come on. I go, are you kidding me? He goes, no. So he gives me his address. They kept him at one, I can't remember if it's Lake Point Towers or the other place that's on the edge of the lake there. Yeah. Eight o'clock in the morning, I was supposed to meet him. Okay, it's pouring rain at 7 o'clock in the morning. I call him up. I go, it's pouring rain. He goes, yeah, where you at? You coming? 
I go, where are we going to go? He goes, there's got to be a viaduct or something somewhere. <laughs> I go pick him up. We go to Grand Avenue. Like right underneath by towards right. Navy Pier over there? Yeah. He's got his bag with him. I pick him up at the building. He's got his bag with him. It's got a catcher's mitt. No mask or nothing. He stands on one side of the street. I'm on the other crouching. I caught 60 pitches, oh only dropped one. God. That's pretty good because uh, when a big leaguer starts throwing. While the rain up. was falling. That's amazing. While the rain was falling. I'll never forget it. I wish him nothing but the best of luck. Did you ever talk to him much after that? No, not much. One time That's... we talked about it. One of the most. Uh, you want to talk about a guy that gives you the death stare? Oh, it was God. Dave Steve. That's man. hilarious. I loved it. Yeah, at Gibson. And the next, hungover, dropped one ball. He, he threw everything around the plate, I but bet. I didn't have a mask. I would have been scared to death. I've been like, Dude. And we're waiting for cars to pass every time he throws. <laughs> That's amazing. Yep. How nasty was his stuff? It was nasty. It wasn't. Let me put it to you this way. I think he only pitched four or five games for the Sox, guys. It wasn't much. I was catching him. <laughs> That's amazing. And I had hardly any problem. He had lost some. He had lost something off the fastball, big yeah. time. He didn't. He didn't throw the real wicked curve either. But but that's one of my favorite stories of all so time. That is so great. That is a pretty great story. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Mike brought up uh, Nick Castellanos earlier. Love him. I mean, what a year he's having. You know, you could still get Nick Castellanos at uh, MVP at uh, thirty three to one. The man, he's an all star. He's an all star. So is uh, one of his teammates out there, uh, Jesse Winkler. Winker. Yep, they, they're both never heard of the guy. Two all stars. Yep. Yeah. They have a good team, that team, if they could shore up their pitching. That's the problem. They can hit. They're back to 500. They won last night. They walked off the Padres. But... And now the Cubs got them. And I watched the Padres uh, red game to a certain point. I went to bed. Then all of a sudden I wake up with the death, you know, the death stare looking at the iPad. And I go into the, I go, who won, Cincinnati or San Diego? And it says Cincinnati. I go, thank you, dude. Yeah. You know. I, I think the MVP races in both leagues are two-horse races here. Maybe you can make an argument that Acuna can, because he's been so good and he can kind of hang around, but Atlanta has not been good. They've been disappointing. I think it's two-horse race in both leagues. DeGrom and Tatis in the NL, and DeGrom again last night. I mean, the guy gives up three earned runs, and his ERA is still below one. I've it's always thought Cy, Cy Young was the MVP for the pitchers, but... Yeah, you I know, want, but you got to be, like, crazy good, right? I mean, like, Yeah, he's crazy good, so yeah. I think I'd probably give it to him. I, I want everybody to look. I know Otani can pitch. Shohei and Vlad, I think, is the race. Vladimir right? Guerrero's year is unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. And there's the, who's the guy in Boston that's having well, Bo- a huge Bogarts year? Bogarts is having a great year. Look at, at him at shortstop. Bogarts, there's such a drop-off, though. So Shohei's minus 150. Like, he yeah. and Vlad are kind of going back and forth. As Vlad, I think I would rather face Shohei, but he's tough, too. But I guess well, he can hit. But he, they're saying because he can pitch. But Vladimir Carrero ain't no day at the park. I think I would vote He's for Vlad beast. if I had to vote right I would now. Too. I would. Uh, Shohei's the favorite, minus 150. Vladdy Jr. is plus 110. And then as great as Bogarts has been, the drop-off is huge. You go all the way down to 25 to 1 for Xander yeah. Bogart. So. Well, I've always said, you know, when you say Mike Trout's still the best player in the American League, I said, well, who else in the American League anymore? I mean, they don't have a lot of dominant stars. Lindor goes to the Mets. Right. You know, they start, a lot of guys are playing, most of your dominant players are in the National League right now. It's coming, um, it's coming back, though, with guys like Vlad. I think with Shohei, we're seeing how right. good he is. Toronto's got a terrific team. Very good young team. Uh, Bregman's been hurt, but, I mean, I think Bregman's yep. elite. Um, so there are some in there, but I'm cheering for Vlad because Randy's got a ticket on him at 8-1. to one, so I am, too. If I'll Randy's got Randy. a ticket, yeah. you know what? I'm with them. The, the Sox, by the way, are the biggest favorite to win their division, and I don't think that's a shock to anybody. 
They're five well, players. Well, look who the manager now. is. Look Everybody, who the manager is, yes. I mean, by God, from the beginning, you should have known this. They're minus 1,000 to win the Central. You know, the Sox are right there with the uh, the Astros and the Padres at about the second, third choice. Seven, seven and a half to one. The Dodgers are your favorite Where's to win Boston? the World Series. Boston is, uh, I think, eight or nine to one right I mean, now. I, I, yeah. I'll t- I, I, I might have to buy a ticket there you go. for Boston for future. I mean, they're a juggernaut. But you know what? Hitting's weird. Uh, Sox got great pitching, but the division is so weak. So, it so is, weak. It is. I know. I mean, they played Detroit. Thank you. Baltimore. Thank you. Pittsburgh. Thank you. Minnesota. Hey, Minnesota got in their grill and they said, okay, you want to get in our grill? We won't even throw at Donaldson. We'll strike. He may hit a homer, but it will strike him out four times, too. That's what I love about the whole thing. You hit it on the head. Like, you don't have to engage in nonsense. No. Go beat their ass on. Then that's what beat they do. Beat their did. ass. Embarrass it. them. Like, it's great, Mike. I mean, like that's that's the way you handle it, you know. Like they're in last, or they're right there. I mean, I think I think Casey's lost like nine in a row. Casey might be in last now. I love Merrifield, but man, after him, oh, Kansas please. City's yeah. just a wasteland. And, and Salvi, Salvi Perez is having a great. I year. love Salvador. Yeah. Hey, great catcher. Yeah, play Eddie here. One of the few catchers, folks. God, I'm having a good day today. <laughs> One of the few catchers, folks, that catches. A day game after a night game at his age. He's a beast. I know. Yeah, he loves to play, man. Yeah, he does. Um, all right, NHL game three tonight. Tampa's up 2 yeah. 0. We talked about this with it's a Luke Little. It is. I mean, Tampa's just really good. <laughs> when they, uh, when a team takes. I don't even look at the odds. I know. I mean, it's like. I don't even. It's been bad for uh, hockey. I, I will tell you, I'll, I'll give you one trend, though, for this game if people want to play it for tonight. So, Tampa. Um, he's got to go on the road. First of all, you know, the Canadians petitioned the government in Quebec to allow them to increase attendance. They wanted half of the building full. It's about 21,000. I know. They asked for 10,500, okay? They were denied. So there's only going to be 3,500. So that crowd in Tampa is raucous, man. I mean, that building is loud. And now, you know, you think, well, Tampa's got to go on the road. Montreal gets so the home So if there's 3,600, somebody will get COVID. 3,500, that's it. So if they had 100. If they had 100, somebody gets, gets COVID. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I'll give you a trend on Tampa real quick. I love trends. So so Tampa has already lost twice this postseason after taking a 2-0 series lead. They did it in each of the first two rounds where they won road games against mm-hmm. Florida and Carolina. They went back home. They, they, they lost me. games three in both scenarios. I'd be afraid to bet against them. That's w- how good they are. I would be too. I'm kind of- I saw them earlier in the year. I, like- I bet them earlier in the year. They seem so big, much bigger than everybody else. They're quick. They're fast. Precise passing. Goaltending pretty good. It's Monsters. been very good. It's been very yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, come on. I they're know, like, like the Yankees uh, back in the tw- back in the fifties. I mean, you know, you just think they're going to win. Look at Luke. I even brought I it up. He bragged about them, and they didn't even played Game Seven yet. And they won one nothing. Uh, right. Ca- Canadians are plus one twenty. Hey, that's not bad. You've got the trend there about what Tampa's done in a couple couch of series change, so Garvin, far. There may be some change. couch change just mm-hmm. to have some fun and maybe see if uh, Canadians can make it a little bit more interesting of a series and at least win this game. Because when it's three zero, there's really no interest and. I wish that there were more eyes on the NHL. You know, I love hockey, but yeah, it, 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 the, the lightning in the Canadians. It, I think for a lot of sports fans nah. here, it, it just it gets lost in the shuffle. It does. Unfortunately, I, there's so much going on, and yeah. and I gotta be honest, the NBA. I know people, a lot of people don't want to admit it, but the NBA's product, even with the also, I I think it's become attrition. Hey, may the healthiest team survive. Right now, that's, that's the way it is. Like, yeah, nine All Stars being out. I think the most before this year was six or seven. 
crazy. Back in 2001 or something and, like that. And that doesn't even count Trey because he wasn't an all-star this year, but certainly no. he was last year, and he's a star player. I mean, it's yeah, the amount of injuries is nuts. All right, we'll give you some best plays, maybe a few more baseball games to talk about, and ponies from Jim Miller. Jimmy! That's our guy. We'll do all that when we come back next. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6, with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. We are at the home stretch inside The Odds Couple, holiday edition, getting ready for the 4th of July. Mike North, we are presented each and every week on Flop, and every week we have one of our favorite guests, he's just a great guy and a great handicapper, and he's been giving us winning. For months for all of our listeners, and we appreciate it so greatly. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse, the one and only Jim Miller. Jimmy! Happy 4th, Jimmy. Happy 4th, boys. Yeah, we get to race all weekend long, so that's a good thing. We had a pretty good week uh, last week, too. Had a horse run second at 7-1, to one, another one run nice. third at 6-1, to one, so we're doing okay. Yeah, we bet those across the board. Those are winners. you got to love it. It'll be a beautiful weekend weather-wise for you guys at the track. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like always, there's racing this weekend, right, Jimmy? Yeah, and kind of the cool thing when you're racing on 4th of July, you can watch the races and you just look around to the area neighborhood uh, fireworks shows and it seems like there's always something going on in the second half of the card. So it's actually kind of a cool evening to come out there and watch. It's a busy weekend for us, but you know what? It is enjoyable and when you get weather like this, it's perfect for racing. I was watching Red River the other night and they got spooked. The horses and the cattle, by and there was a stampede because of gunshots that were inadvertently fired. Fireworks. Yes, uh, fireworks. I wanted to ask you about: Are the horses bothered uh, in the second half of the program? Is that something you have to figure in here with the fireworks? Fortunately, we're lucky that the town of Cicero is not having fireworks on the 4th because we do have to actually avoid their shows when it does happen because okay. they shoot them off basically right next door to us. So we, uh-huh. we go put the, close the doors of the barn, put the horses inside, try to keep them out of the noise. But, yeah, we'll keep them off the track at that point. Otherwise, anything that's a little bit further away really doesn't bother them. A lot of them might actually race with airplugs in their ears, so they're pretty much impervious to anything. No kidding. I didn't wait, 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 wait. Earplugs. In, yes. their, in the horse's ears? I did not yes, know that. Yes, yeah, they'll put I... the earplugs in their ears. And what you'll see with harness racing especially, a lot of times they'll race the entire race with earplugs. Other times when they turn into the stretch, the drivers can pop those earplugs out, and then they can hear the drivers, and then horses react and maybe give a little bit extra spurt too. But, yeah, a lot of them will wow. race with the earplugs. That's crazy. I did not realize Never that. heard that. Is that a yeah. thoroughbred th- I mean, is that a No, a that's more a harness thing. thing. That's a harness right, thing. Yeah, that's okay. a harness thing, yep. That's pretty wild. All right, so do we got some action uh, this weekend? What are we betting for 4th of July weekend to make some money? Hometown track on Saturday for all three races. Love so it. at Hawthorne Saturday, start with race four. Bet the eight. Maggie Reed to win. This one's been very good over the track. Race 7, bet the 5, rain and shine across the board. That one should be flying late. And race 9, bet the 2, Helen's girl across the board. Another one that'll be closing quickly. In the fourth race in that first one, uh, you broke up for a second, Jimmy. Was that horse number 8, did you say? Number 8, yep. Number bet the 8, eight horse to win. So we'll bet the fourth race, the 8 horse to win. Uh, race 7 at Hawthorne on Saturday. The fifth race, I'm sorry, the seventh race, uh, the 5 horse across the board. And then the ninth race, the 2 horse across the board, right? That's right. Let's make some money, Beautiful. boys. Let's make some money. Have a great 4th of July weekend, Jimmy. We'll talk to you next Friday. You got it, guys. Jimmy!
Yeah, by, yeah, by the way, uh, Jim Miller's team and uh, my son's team will be playing on Monday for the second time. For the second time? Yeah, what time? Travel baseball. Uh, I think it's a 5.30 start, Mike, if you want to come out and watch. Yeah, we're at? Deerfield. Okay. Jewett Park. Look at you. All right. Okay. Good for you. Who's going to be? Uh, who's I, the that's always a bloodbath. Uh, that's always, yeah. I, I would say uh, after the first game, uh, depending who starts, but I, I have a feeling I would make us like a minus 180, two, minus 200 favorite. You guys I got to be honest. Yeah, if right. I had a team, if I had a team and my team lost on the 4th of July, I, I used to be this type of guy. I'm more less stringent now, but probably no ice cream after the game. No, no ice cream. No ice cream for you guys. How could you lose to this team? Are they at the age? Where they go? Dairy Queen? Yeah, what do they do? Are they at the age where it's Dairy Queen or are they going to 7-Eleven for like a, a yeah, Slurpee? What do they Slurpees. do? What are no, they doing? Uh, it's all healthy now, man. Kids, it, kids, wow, yeah, isn't that crazy? Kids, yeah, kids don't. I mean, well, you still could get a frozen Coke. Yeah, now Brett, they go Brett has no interest. You gotta you know, have he yourself a Coke he- and a meals. Twinkie. Yeah, I'm with That's you, Mike. I, right, Come I, on. I used to, it was after each Little League game, you went yeah. to the concession stand, you got a pop and then yeah. like a hot Listen. dog or, or a uh, candy bar. It was great. I played I played at Dillon's in 63 and 64. They had a great Little League there. I'll never forget Lippy's Red Hot Ranch right after that. Hot dogs, a, a, a tamale. What's wrong and with that? And a tamale, everybody? exactly. Come on. This is a perfect segue yeah. uh, talking about eating into, of course, a 4th of July tradition, the Nathan's Hot Dog Fraudulent. Contest. Fraudulent. You, you think it's... You think I it's, own three hot dog stands. I never saw anybody dip a hot dog in water and eat it. Well, that, I think it should be legit. Have, have the hot dogs the way they are and see how many you can eat in an hour. I guess they do it this way because... It's a bunch there, of crap. They squeeze it out and all that. There's no way they could eat as many as they no. do. You know. Well, do you know what the total... This is nuts. To I me. heard it's 79 or something. 73 and a half. Yeah, okay. Okay. The over... I mean, this is what Vegas thinks Who eats about. a hot dog like that, Carb, ever? Well, nobody, but it, unless you're in So how do they get away with this? Well, like I said, I think it's because they want what's, in their minds, eating five hot dogs in 10 minutes isn't is You don't exciting, tell me you're eating, eating a beef. You don't have beef in a cup and then say afterwards well, you had a beef sandwich. Although, no, you didn't have the bread. But in fairness, a lot of people like to float the beef. You know, you, you get the, <laughs> you soak the, you soak the bun. Mike. I know you're making it, but my God, <laughs> the hot dog, the, the guy squishes it. I mean, there's no bun left by the time he puts it in there. Chestnut's got it down. The, he's got it down. The over, by the way, the There's drink. no way Kobayashi could eat 79 regular hot no dogs way. without dipping them. There's no he, way. He'd be lucky if he could eat 10. Well, the Redwood, yeah, there's no way you'd get the, the bread. The bread now. disintegrates. I never saw nothing like that in my life. The the juice on the over is amazing. It's minus 230 that this guy's going to eat 74 freaking hot dogs. Chestnuts won 13 of the last 14 of yeah, these. Yeah, come on. He is a minus 5,000 favorite. So I like the guys that eat in the meatball contest and the clams and all. Yeah, no, they got go. food tasting uh, for everything. Mastacholi, you know. Oh, boy, clams. Can you imagine? Oh. oh. I mean, I love clams, but geez, that's not something. enough. Is enough with this fraudulence? I, 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 I love the hot dog business, but I mean, really, it's it's hilarious. If we ever saw somebody back in the day dip their hot dog in water, we would have thrown them out. What's the most uh, somebody would uh, would come in and order for themselves at one sitting? Two, three hot dogs? Or listen, uh, in my twenties. I could eat four beefs in a city. That's incredible. I ate four beefs, two fries after a softball game, four oh milks. My God. And four milks, Jeez. not even pop. Oh, my God. Tamale. Those that, were the days. I love those tamales. I love tamales. Oh, I love tamales. You know, when I had my hot dog joints, I used to drive to the south side to get Tom Toms. I didn't get the other one, Supreme. And they're not bad, but yeah. Tom Toms are the best. Oh, I love a good tamale. Oh, the best. And you got to have a tamale at a hot dog stand. You're right. You, you got to. You got to. Good call. Absolutely. Right? 
All right, so do we like anything for today yes. for the weekend, Mikey? What are we going to gamble? All right, on? we're going to go tonight. I mean, Let's enough is it. enough. Alec Mills is going, my guy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he's plus 145. Try to get him at minus 140 on the run line. A run and a half against Cincinnati. They're still celebrating over beating San Diego yesterday. Good call. So that's my first one, my friend. Good call. Uh, I, and that's know, the one that I gave this more, uh, the, today out on the bonus play with uh, Carmen and Yurko, which I won last week. Yes, that's correct. Uh, Max Scherzer hasn't allowed more than two earned runs in his start since April 27th. His ERA over his last 10 starts is 1.70. Opponents are hitting 164 against him. And you know what? You're getting plus 110 on the Nationals tonight. They lost a range-shortened game at home to the Dodgers last night to start this weekend series. The Dodgers are rolling. They've won six in a row. But when I can get Max Scherzer... At plus 110, I figure I'm going to take a shot at it. I know he's been a little feisty these last couple starts, too. Anybody that's accusatory of him, he wants to stick it up there. You know what? Saying, I don't need sticky stuff. So I'm going to back Scherzer in the Nats plus 110 tonight. Hopefully Schwarber is Pretty gutsy with the Dodgers. I I know. I know it. I mean, that's the one thing. You look at that team. They're they're rolling right now. They're starting to roll a little bit. But you know what? I'm with you. I mean, Scherzer, is there anything to it? I don't know. I do know this. I mean, the system gave me the Cubs this morning, and now I got Atlanta. I know somebody that had no rotation to begin with is Drew Smiley mm-hmm. with a 4.790 ERA. Going against a very hot Pablo Lopez, 4-4, four four, but a 2.87 ERA. Uh, the Marlins are a team that I think is going to be good next year, just like the Tigers. But I like Atlanta. Uh, minus uh, the uh, the money line there, minus 140, minus 150, whatever it is. I like Atlanta. So I got the Cubs, and I got Atlanta, my friend. Cubs, Atlanta. I'm going to roll with Scherzer and the Nats. Let's see if we can't all make all right, some money. Buddy. Have a safe and happy fourth, Mike, all right? Yeah, and, and, and by the way, if you have dogs, watch your dogs during the fourth with all the fireworks. That's an excellent call. We want everybody to have a happy and yep. safe, healthy fourth of July weekend. Thanks to Randy Merkin and Tyler Aki, as always, for helping out. Yep. They're the best, and Jim Miller and Luke Pergandy. And Mike and I will see you next Friday. Have a great weekend, all right, buddy? All right, pal. Take care, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.